What's going on, y'all? It's Jared, the Lamb Tech, giving you what you need in tech news and Lamb interviews. Today on the podcast, we're going to be discussing how your refrigerator can be hacked if it's a smart refrigerator. Also, Chase coming up with their own cryptocurrency, as well as a IT security firm, cryptocurrency owner who dies, and people cannot even access their cryptocurrency because he's the only one that had the key to access the information from them to get their money. And other tech news that we're going to get into. So for no further delay, let's go! So in the first segment of the podcast, we're going to discuss how Chase Bank, J.P. Morgan, is creating its own digital coin. Uh, It's named JPM Coin. Of course, it's based on blockchain technology. Um, If you're unfamiliar with blockchain technology, um, the Bitcoin uses this technology and no one owns this technology. It's used from anybody who accesses the blockchain technology website it can be owned on a computer you can use it on the server it's decentralized it's distributed network so it's not owned by anyone um when somebody uses a bitcoin it uses a cryptography algorithm that protects it from being hacked or duplicated um i'm going too much into the blockchain that's a whole i could i could do a whole segment on blockchain but in a nutshell jp morgan chase is creating their own chase digital bitcoin but it's not using the public blockchain technology. What they're doing is they're creating their own coin in their network, utilized and merged with other banks. Um, Since JP Morgan moves around 500, I'm sorry, $5 trillion in wholesale payments along with their corporate entity businesses around the world, they needed something that could be more robust and faster to process all these transactions. Um, the J- JPM market, JP, I can't talk. Chase Bank started about a year ago in response to clients' demand um, and planned on testing out possible uses with a small number of preferred businesses. Um, of course, they didn't release what companies they're gonna test the JPM coin with. Um, also to know that the JPM coin will have an equal value to the U.S. dollar, um, which is different from Bitcoin. With Bitcoin, is like stock market. Um, each Bitcoin, can, it can go up or it can go down. And for the last year or so, Bitcoin stock has been going down. Um, since Chase is one of the first big banks to institute its own version of its own Bitcoin, um, this is a huge first step in traditional banks getting into the new digital age of banking. Um, This will make a huge impact in the financial industry, especially if it gets um, a a satisfactory rating during this test. And then once other companies get on board, other banks get on board, um, this will create a whole new avenue of business for bankers. Banking, I'm sorry. Um, I think this will 
dramatically cut down people utilizing the blockchain public version because if you i know if you've seen and i also reported in other cybersecurity threats people have hacked into other bitcoins people were able to duplicate other bitcoins so chase owning its own bitcoin infrastructure will keep it more protected than the public um so i'll keep up keep you all abreast on the situation see how the testing goes hey maybe in a year or two chase what people will be using jpm coins on a regular since it's equal to the u.s dollar on to the next So in this next segment, we're going to keep talking about cryptocurrency since that is the norm in today's digital banking age. Um, but this is a very interesting turn of events for this Canadian-based company. Uh, the name of the company is called, I'm going to try to pronounce it, Quadriga CX. It's one of the leading cryptocurrency exchanges in Canada. Um but unfortunately, their founder died. His name was Gerald Cotton. Um, he was a 30-year-old who, who died of complications with Cronin's disease while traveling to India. Um, unfortunately, he was the only one that had access to be able to handle funds and coins and withdrawals for his customers. So since he died, none of the customers for his company cannot withdraw any of their money. Um, his wife has access to his laptop, but does not have the password. So the company bought in an IT security firm to try to break in, but it's, but they cannot access the machine due to the high level of encryption on it at the moment. Um, the customers of, again, I'm trying to pronounce it, Quadriga CX have been complaining all over social media. Um, they are unable to access their funds. Um, this is what we call in cybersecurity a single point of failure. Having one individual who holds all the most important key in the organization to run and this person dies and doesn't have a backup or alternate or any type of disaster recovery plan in case they're unable to access his password or his information so customers can access their funds. So again, this is very unfortunate. Um, the, comp the company's CEO and founder died and the IT cryptocurrency company cannot give any funds or money to their customers. I'm pretty sure the customers are unaware of this. Uh, I'm pretty sure they thought it would be more secure. And the founder of this company thought it would be so more secure that he was the only one to have access. But in some time like that, you see that it was wrong. Um, I'll keep you all abreast in the situation and make sure to see if they're able to crack the code in the founder's laptop. Hopefully, so customers can get their money. This is why you should always, always know when you're dealing with cryptocurrency, how are they securing your money, your funds, and will you always be able to access your money no matter what happens to the company? So this segment, we're going to talk about Microsoft Internet Explorer and how people still love to use the browser. I mean, the browser has been around since Windows Me, I believe. <laughs> oh, how long it goes back? Windows Me? Uh, I'm telling my age because I don't even know what Windows Me is. But anyway, Internet Explorer has been around so long. 
um, that the Microsoft senior cybersecurity architect, his name is Chris Jackson, is saying companies are <laughs> creating their own technical debt. And what he means by that is people are still utilizing Internet Explorer 6 and 7 and 8 and 9 and even 10 for applications that their company utilized today. Um, Microsoft tried to help companies out with creating an Internet Explorer option where that makes the browser more backward compatible, uh, but on a newer version, on a newer browser version. Um, but this cybersecurity expert for Microsoft is telling people they need to get off of utilizing Internet Explorer and go to one of the newer browsers, such as Microsoft Edge or Chrome or Firefox. Um, these browsers have more advanced programming languages that people could use to do more things, but companies still want to go back to Internet Explorer, older version of Internet Explorer, because it's, it's easier to manipulate the programs, applications to utilize for their business services. But this is fair warning for anybody still using Internet Explorer at all that you're leaving yourself very vulnerable and it's a huge security risk for personal and business use. So I would take the advice of a Microsoft senior cybersecurity architect telling you to get off it. Um, so this is another cybersecurity threat utilizing old software that is outdated when there's bigger, better and cheaper free software out there to use. So since we're talking about Microsoft in the last segment, let's keep talking about Microsoft, but in gaming, Microsoft just announced a couple of days ago that now it will make Xbox Live available on other systems such as Nintendo Switch, any iOS device, uh, any Android device, and any Windows PC will be allowed to play Xbox Live games. This is a huge switch in the Xbox gaming strategy, marketing, um, in the past, Xbox been trying to do this, but they're only limited to just window PCs and maybe some stem machines. But now they're trying to get it on every other device. Since the huge success of Fortnite, uh, since Fortnite is a bit multi-billion dollar game that can be played on any device, which is crazy. Um, so Xbox is trying to push gaming to that limit of being able to be played on any type of console um ps4 was not on the list i guess maybe because of the rivalry rivals or sony declined partner up with my xbox to share the services on their platform so this is huge y'all y'all don't understand just imagine growing up when everybody had nintendo 64 uh, ps3 ps2 or game boy or PlayStation 1, 2, or PS3, being able to play with your friends who had different systems from you, this is gonna be huge, y'all don't understand. Just look at the huge success of Fortnite. So imagine all the Xbox games that they have on Xbox Live that you could play on any type of cross-platform. Um, they will reveal more info at the gaming developer conference that will be held in San Francisco from March 18th to March 22nd. Um, they haven't given any details on 
or prices or will it be increased or Xbox Live subscription right now as we know it. Uh, but I will keep you all up to date on any information. This, this is going to be huge once they make an announcement and give all the details to it. Uh, PlayStation. Y'all have been cited. Y'all need to step your game up. If Xbox is going to do it, you need to do the same as well. So everybody compete on a high level. Everybody go get this money. Gaming is going to be a huge market in the next upcoming year. Uh, on to the next. Why do companies take cybersecurity so lightly? It's so annoying and aggravating. According to another article, a UK-based refrigerator industrial refrigerator company that sells temperature control systems that are internet-based um, has a huge vulnerability in it. Um, the name of the company is called Resource Data Management. And the vulnerability is that most installers of companies that utilize their refrigerators do not change the default username and password for the administrator account, which is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But this goes on in technology and IT world all over, all the time. Um, once the people, once the installer turns their um, puts in the refrigerators into which could be in hospitals, restaurants, uh, grocery stores. Um, once they turn them on, install it, they leave the password username the same. Um, according to TechCrunch, who, who did the research and even tested it out, um, that all you have to do is find the correct URL, the website to access the industrial refrigerators, um, or what you call it, I guess desktop or I'm sorry, user interface, and you were able to change the temperature. You can turn it on and off. Um, by doing so, this is a huge vulnerability because this can make food go bad. This can make medicine go bad, and it's in the hospital. Um, if you turn it off or defrost the freezer, it can cause water damage for all the water that can start leaking out the refrigerator. This is a huge vulnerability. Um, so so bad that TechCrunch reached out to the company, which is what the name of the company is again, is Resource Data Management, and their response was very <laughs> alarming. Um, according to the TechCrunch article, the company said, we have, quote, I quote, we have no control over how systems are set up by the installer, and we suggest your article is directed at the users and installers of our equipment. We will inform owners that we have new software available with new functions and features, but ultimately it is up to them to request an upgrade. See, ladies and gentlemen, once somebody installs some type of device that's internet connected, it's up to your discretion. It's up to you. It's your responsibility to keep it updated and protected. Um, this is a big problem with the internet of things. It leaves a bunch of vulnerabilities on your network and needs you to open for a cyber attack. So it's very, very important that you change the default username and password on all your internet things, uh, your uh, Nest thermostats, your routers, your tablet. I mean, anything that's connected to internet, make sure you at least change it from default username and password. I mean, it's that easy, it's that simple. 
Um, it's getting so bad to the point that the state of California is creating their own law, which it will ban internet connected devices that are manufactured or, or sold in the state if they if they contain a weak or default password that isn't unique to each device. It's getting that bad that people laws are being made for people to protect their own devices and their own networks. Um, stay up to date. Change the username and password. Again, changing the username and password. That's why I keep, I keep repeating it because people do not do it. They don't utilize it. That's why hackers get into networks because people do not protect themselves accordingly. Protect yourself. Change the username and password. Thank you all for listening for the latest Layup Tech Podcast, giving you what you need in weekly tech news. If you have any questions or comments, please hit us up on Facebook at Layup Tech as well as Twitter and Instagram. You can also access our website at LayupTech.com. See y'all next time. Have a great weekend. Enjoy. We out. <laughs>